do not harvest the way you normally harvest. Don't harvest grapes the way you normally harvest. Ketzira and Ketzira are the same thing. The question is, what's the product? Grapes versus uh, grain. Vav. Shishamad Whatever the earth produces, you should contribute uh, as ownerless. Zayin Shishamad Make all your loans as ownerless. You know, you don't demand it. After Shrita. That you should not... Uh, harass or demand from the borrower to repay you after Shemitah, test, not to refrain from giving a loan before Shemitah because you're afraid if you do that, you're going to lose your halva. There's a loisah say to, 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 to not give the loan. You have to give the loan and, and hope for the best. To count the years, not verbalize them necessarily, but Bezdin has to keep track of them. Perhaps you verbalize them, maybe in Bezdin, to count the years every seven sets and to keep track of when the Shemitah is. And Yevo, to, to, to sanctify the 50th year of Yevo. So that's, that's as far as Shemitah goes. Now we're going to keep track as in the Lachs of Yevo. So to count, count, keep track of seven years at a time, and the seventh time you, you declare Shemitah is the fiftieth year. On Yom Kippur of Yevul year, you have to build a shefer to declare that the slaves go free. All the Avadim Knanim, or actually all the Avadim Ivriim, who had their ears pierced, right, for an extension of their servitude, go free during Yom Kippur of Yevul. You'd give us the Avad Hadam B'Shanazu not to work the land during Yevul, just like you can't work in the Shemitah. You'd also you could start not to harvest the land as you normally would. Not to harvest grapes or any fruit for that matter in the way of you normally do. To provide redemption for the land during this year. That's the law when you sold, sold any, any field, it goes back to the original ancestral owner in Yevil. Not to sell the land eternally, it has to go back to Yevil to its original owner, the original family. The law of if you sell a house in a walled city, whether or not that goes back to the original owner and whether you will impact it or not, we'll learn about that later on. It's a funny myth because the whole idea of Yechayim we'll see is that Yevil is irrelevant to it, which is a Chiddush. But Akhavandam puts it over here because it's an exception. You test. The tribe of Levi is not allowed to inherit land in Eretz Yisrael as normal tribes do. They have certain scattered cities. That's their land. They should not take a portion of the spoils of war. To give them cities to dwell as well as for the outskirts of the cities for their uh, just to have space. That they're not allowed to sell those outskirts of the city. If they do sell them, they can buy it back even though Yevil has passed. Whether it's before or after Yevil. We'll explain these mitzvahs in the following in the seventh year to rest the land and have the trees rest from the normal work you do with them. Shemar says, the land shall rest, the resting Tashem. And Emmer says, you should rest from plowing and from harvesting. If you do any kind of normal work for the land with, with the land during the seventh year, let's say you are violating this positive mitzvah. Let's say you are violating a negative mitzvah. Shemar says, you should not plant in your 
your land, so you should not prune your vineyard. And we'll see that extends to other uh, types of land, uh, work as well, not just these ones. Base. The only malchus, the only avera of, of, of working with the land that you actually have malchus matera for is for planting or for pruning. Uh, yeah. Excuse me. Sorry. Sorry, Azira is, is planting, Zemira is pruning, Batira is harvesting. Thank you. Oh, yeah, Batira or harvesting grapes. So, uh, planting, trimming or pruning, and harvesting, Katira is harvesting grapes, Batira is harvesting fruit. The Echad, the Hakana, the Echad, even though Batira normally refers to vineyard, here the Dhamma says the Terra refers to any kind of fruit tree. Gimel. Zemira, now, the Jesu, there's other Averis that also now Terra, but not Chayef Malchus, as we see. But for Malchus per se, only these four. Gimel. Zemira, Bechal, Zemira, pruning is part of planting. So just like in the Shabbos, the Terra tells us, Tisha Pet tells us, you now let a plant, we infer that as a tool of that Malach, you now let a prune. So why does the Terra have to specify them? But Zemira, Bechal, Zemira. And also, um, uh, harvesting grapes is part of harvesting in general. Why does the Torah specify them? Let tell you, the only tool the Shuchayev for Shemitah is for trimming and for harvesting fruit. However, other types of tuldas regarding working the land, and other other others that are mentioned regarding the isr of uh, uh, working the land, regarding, for example, the Shabbos, for example, other types of work, even though at certain times it is also matter, there's no malchus. However, did institute malchus Case of example, a person digs a hole or plows his field, the Torah for the purposes of bettering the land, person who clears stones out of his field or he fertilizes it the shower of this art other things are necessary for, the, for helping the, improve the land's growth growth abilities person who grafts or, or does the thing where you, uh, you bend over a part of the tree into the ground or you plant a sapling in the ground all these types of things which are better betterment for the trees since he's not part of the big four we mentioned earlier there's only not even though it could be also material sometimes hey plant at all during Shemitah, even if it's a non-fruit-bearing tree, like a cedar tree, for example. You're to cut a growth off a tree, an unhealthy growth. You're not allowed to uh, take away the dried leaves. Uh, so how does make this get wood for the carbonus? We, we, did, we didn't say you can't chop down trees. We didn't say that yet. We didn't talk you about chopping. You cannot cut, cut. Can't plant. We didn't say no. we, I did not say anything about chopping down trees. I did not talk about it so far. Okay. You're not allowed to remove the. This is like a thing where they would put like dust to the top of the tree and if somehow they would like improve the growth. make a fire or smoke under the tree to kill the worms. You're not allowed to. Um, uh, uh, make these kinds of make these kinds of uh, 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 oil uh, um, uh, 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 u
to go in the right direction. Yeah. In order to trim them. So you have to say, learn this in order to support a tree. Like a support so it shouldn't fall, basically. Uh, all these type of things that people who are working with trees normally do to improve the growth, all that's not allowed. If you're not allowed to light a fire in a large, with a lot of overgrowth of reeds, you're not allowed to light a fire, they all burn the reeds down, they have to plant. That's considered improving the land, you're not allowed to do that. You bought a new cow, it's wild, you capture it in the wild, let's say, you want to train it, you want to tame it, you want to train it to plow, but you're not allowed to plow in regular ground because improves the land. Therefore, you have to use dafkin sand, like a sandy area, like a beach, where you, what you're doing is not going to make it be able to grow anyways. So in sand. You're not allowed to take seeds. You're about to say a new ba- batch of seeds. You want to plant them next year. You want to inspect them, you're going to plant them in a, uh, not on the ground, but in, let's say, a flower pot. No, you're not allowed to do that, because that resembles planting in the ground. You can plant it in a flower pot that's full of dung. Dung, it will, it, the seeds will grow, even though it's not going to tell you the exact same, you know, how they grow in the land, but it'll tell you if the seeds grow, how long it takes, how long it takes them to sprout, etc. You're allowed to soak seeds during Shemitah because the Zoram right. is to plant them after Shemitah. That, that because, becomes easier to... Right, to, afterwards. Right. And that's not considered a that's, right. that's working with the seeds, now with the land. Sprouting, sprouting. Yeah, right. You're allowed to keep a aloe tree on the oh, roof, of, roof of a house. You're not to water it. Apparently, they're very expensive, and because of, of the abnormal way you're growing it on the roof, between the two of them, you're kind of, you're keeping it, not just keeping it passive, you're actively doing things to help it. That's an exception. Right? So there's certain things you could do. Uh, it, doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't specify, but there's certain things you're allowed to do for the aloe tree. It, it, it takes a lot of water. It holds yeah. Of water. So he says you do, you're allowed. To, you're allowed. You're not allowed to water it. You're allowed to do other things so to keep it. To keep it. Yeah. Like to keep it from from dying, basically. Zayin. So you're going to see Ilan Basikra. This is interesting. You're allowed to mark the young tree with red paint. And you're allowed to load it up with stones. And apparently, if the tree was was not, not growing well, they would mark with red paint. So people walking by would know that we should say a little, say a little capital to them that this tree should grow, grow well. That's, that was the meaning, apparently. And the other thing with the of stones is that it, it seems the tree was very, very good and growing very fast. The fruits would outgrow the tree and fall off. So putting the stones on the root would kind of weaken the tree. And it wouldn't wow. grow so fast, and the tree and the fruits wouldn't grow so quickly. They would they would stay on the tree as long as they had to before they would uh, fall off. Okay, so this is weakening the tree, so it's okay. You're allowed to to hoe under the under the vines. You're allowed to hoe under under great under uh, olive trees. Are you doing a mikashkesh is the same thing. Depends if you're doing it under a grapevine or an olive tree. The ilah However, if you're doing it in order to make the tree flourish, then that's also iosher. The imliste meshapetzimin. If you're doing it to to, to to close the cracks to put the dirt uh, in, in the cracks of the root, so that's mut. That's mutter. So that's not considered basically improving the tree. It's just preventing it from uh, dying. All right. Ches. The certain. In other words, we'll see that a lot of things you're allowed to do during shemitah. To prevent decay, to prevent loss, not for improvement though. So, so, so if you're hoeing under the retreat in order to make it grow better, you're not allowed to do that. But if you're doing it just to prevent the the roots from dying, that they fill, fill them with earth, that's that's mutter. Ches, maskin beis hashlochem you're allowed to water a beis hashlochem, which is a tree of of of, of uh, a field of trees that requires a lot of water during shemitah. Vehiste is a a a field of trees. It's very thirsty, meaning it has to be watered a lot. Again, this is all enough to make sure it just shouldn't die. 
If the average distance of the trees was more than 10 per beso, which is 2,500 square amas, like we said, so it's less than the average, than it's normal. You're allowed to kind of make these little irrigation ditches that cause the water to go from one tree to the other. You can't do the entire field this way. Just to, I guess, wherever you see it's needed. However, if they were more dense than 10 per beso, then you could water the entire field, because then, in that case, it's um it's it's needed and if it's not you're not gonna do it that way they're gonna they're gonna die. The chain offer alovan um it is some kind of uh white an unplowed field maybe. Uh one second. An unplowed field. Yeah. So offer alovan in this case means like a a, a field with a where where the streets are far from each other. I beat you know my bishvish, you'll have to sprinkle with water during Shmita. So that the tree should not uh, get ruined. Test. You're allowed to dig a pit uh, at the roots of a grapevine to collect the water. And you're allowed to make like an irrigation ditch. You're allowed to fill reservoirs with water because again, that's not for the purpose of necessarily prevent, improving the uh, the ground. It's just to maintain it. Why all these things? Are, oh, so why all these things? Allah has through. Why is it mutter? If you're not going to water them, the earth will become salty or like dry. Everything will die. All the trees in it. Since all the things except for the original four we said are really in these cases where there's a major loss if you're not going to water it. Is plowing planting, harvesting, and harvesting fruit, right. harvesting grain, harvesting uh, fruit. Mm-hmm. And therefore, everything else, had, where, they, where they were mad to it for, for great loss, you're allowed to do it. Mm-hmm. When it came a time when the Roman and Greek uh, kings forced the Yidin to produce food, grow food for their armies, they were stationed in their area, to plant during the things that are necessary to provide the quota that you had to, just for the king, for the greatest king, Right? If, if, if a, a mafioso, somebody forces you to grow for him things during Shemitah for free, like, like, like the king, same thing except here it's, a, it's an individual. You could do it for them. You don't have to go on Mysterious Nefesh. Exactly. Even if he's not going to kill you, he's going to just bring your house down. Still, you're not. You'd, you'd base. And the Teya Bishvi is a person who plants during Shemitah. If he did it with Shemitah, he didn't know. Or was on purpose. Yaakov, he has to uproot whatever he planted. Yidin are questionable regarding the integrity. Of oh, actually, I, I, I didn't know. I didn't know. If you tell him, if you if you tell him, if it's an accident, you can keep it. He'll say, when it's amazed, that was a shaking, and he'll lie about it. Therefore, a person who plants his field, not is like plant, sorry, plow his field. Not is also plowing, but it's less like intense than A zibla, fertilizes it. easy to plant during the eighth year. You can't use the field You don't. Um, you, you don't let him give it to somebody else to, to plant, and then he'll get a cut. It's also not allowed. You have to let the field be uh, inactive. If he, may, if he passes away, his son could use it because he don't cast the children for the father. The whole, the whole next year? Yeah, the whole year. 
he should do it in a way that's very packed in an area of one tefach above the ground he should put four kavan which is, which is, a, which is a certain amount of, of, of produce buried it that, that, uh, that shallow altogether doesn't say how wide it has to be, so it's not clear who says it's dense. But the point is that it should be in a way that it's dense. But tefach al then put another tefach on top of it, because this way, when you do it this densely, it's not for regeneration; it's just for storage, like a refrigerator. Insulation. do it in a place where people walk. shouldn't grow. You're allowed to rip off the the stalk of rice that sticks out during shemitah. You're not allowed to cut them off. You can rip it off. You can't cut it off. I guess if you cut it, it's going to grow better. If you rip it out, it's not going to grow better. It's not going to keep growing. Tess Zion. Initially, they said, In your field, right? You want, you, want, you want stones. You want to use the stones for something. You want to use the wood for firewood. Can you collect it from your field? So the answer was yes. As long as you take the big ones. If you take the tiny twigs, those are useless. You're just doing it to, to, to correct the land. That's not allowed. From your friend's field, if you need small twigs for something, let's say start a bonfire, it's very small twigs in the beginning or for something else, for a toothpick. Go to your friend's field because otherwise it looks like you're correcting your, your own field. When people who are not doing the right thing became more increased, they cleared the stones, even the small stones even out of the field. And they would say, they would say, just take the big ones. Now, this is big, yeah, it's just, just two inches. Also, they forbade people to take anything out of their own field only from their friend's field. So anytime you need some rocks, let's say back then rocks was toilet paper, right? Or wood for fire, whatever it is, you go to your friend's field. So I go to your field, you go to my field. Okay, as long as you don't take it and collect from your friend's field in a way that you say, hey, I'm doing your favor. Look at this favor I did for you. Clean your field for you. Because then, you're going to clear my field. So we're going to clear each other's fields. That's already not, not appropriate. In other words, doing it in a way that we should clean each other's fields, even the small things, that's not, uh, not appropriate. Or even, even if that's not the case, the fact is you're not supposed to do it in a way that you're doing the person a favor. It's supposed to be just for your own, uh, own interests because you need their, your law. Large, uh, what? Because then the chayyah. Oh, you No, because if I'm taking, if I'm cleaning, you're cleaning their wood or their rocks out of your field as a favor, then it's like I'm working the land for you. Good. And why are you doing it? Oh, because I'm saying, I'm just, I'm just saying I'm taking the rocks or the wood because I need them to use them. 
okay. But if I do it in a way that I'm, I'm trying to show you, I did you a favor, then, then I'm like working the field for you. You're dying. If your animal's standing in your field, then it's clear you're doing your collecting to feed the animal. Clear, you collect whatever twigs or grass you want and put it in front of the animal. The animal demonstrates clearly that it's, being for, the, it's for the purpose of feeding the animal, not for clearing the field. If your, if your oven was in the field, you can collect all the wood you want and use it for firewood. The stove, the stove, the oven demonstrates that it's just for the purpose of collecting wood for firewood. I have friends. No, from even my own. You know, this is a chiddush. When I have an animal or an oven in my field, that it's a right, even the small twigs, are not to prepare my ground for planting next year. It's to feed the animal to or to start a fire. So that's okay in my own field. Person who oh, I've mentioned this before. Person cuts down a tree or two for firewood. Now, if it's a, a fruit-bearing tree, the iser applies of cutting it down. You're not allowed to cut down. So the chayr, right, so the chayr, even during shemitah, when you're not allowed, yeah. So the chayr talks about talking about a, a non-fruit-bearing tree. The chayr, yeah, has mutal l'sharish. You're allowed to dig out the roots afterwards, even though that the is going to improve the improve the ground. But since it's clear you're doing it for the, you want to collect more wood, so that's what let's allow. If you cut down with three trees or more next to each other, now how close next to them? I'm not sure exactly. But you you shouldn't take the roots, pull the roots out. Should they attack the arts? That's very clear that you. Correcting the ground. You cut from the, the ground level up, the stump, as low as you want, but from the ground level up. Leave the roots in the ground. In your field, in your friend's field, then you are allowed to uproot. Even three trees together. Exactly. Your test. The person is chopping branches from an olive tree for the wood. The scab, the wound where you chop the tree off, you shouldn't cover with earth, which is apparently something you used to do to, improve, to help the earth regenerate new branch. That's like helping the tree regrow. You could cover it with stones or with straw. And maybe it helps, it's not considered enough to come the Nasserit. I'm not sure exactly. Person trims the end of a, a, a vine branch or he cuts down reeds. You can do it in normal fashion with a little hatchet, with a magal or with a saw, with a magator. Sorry, magal is a cordon is a sickle. Uh, sorry, a cordon is a hatchet, magal is a, is a sickle, magator is a saw, but anything you want. In other words, these types of these types of trees, these type of but these type of in other words, a vine or a reed you cut with these type of kalim. A, a tree we said earlier, it's mashma you can't cut with a with a professional tool like this. You have to use some kind of a weird like knife. Dafka, these type of like a, a vine or a reed, which is not like a robust tree, you can cut with these types of tools of a with a saw or the hatchet. But the trees you mentioned, Allah, you test those. It seems you have to use some kind of unusual tool, like a butcher's a butcher's hatchet or something like that. That's what I think. I'm not sure. That's why he says dafke in in that dafke reeds or a vine where the branches are more soft. You can cut with these type of things. But a regular tree, I think it's it's, it's a problem. Chaf aleph. Oh, I think it's talking about here. Okay, you're not allowed to cut a a um, a virgin fig tree, meaning a fig tree that was never used. It was never cut from any, any, any trees before. It was never used before to take branches off. As you normally would do it with the other years, because a tree that was never ever before used for firewood, you never cut any branches off of it. Any time you cut something the first time, it's going to improve the tree automatically. Even though you're taking the wood for firewood, automatically by cutting it, it's going to improve the tree greatly. Now that's if it was never cut. 
before. Once it was trimmed a few times, so one time more is not going to be a big deal. You could cut a few branches of firewood. But the first time cannot be during Shemitah. So make sure if you have a brand new fig tree, cut the branches off for firewood the first time before Shemitah starts. This way you can use it during Shemitah for firewood. Cutting is going to help it improve the growth. If you do need firewood from it, then if you do it in a, with a shinoi, then it's okay during Shemitah. Right near the ground. I don't know how close. I guess, I guess under three tvachim. Or higher than ten But between, let's say, three tvachim, if that's what it means, or ten tvachim, that you can't do. So that's because that will for sure improve it. So if it's higher than ten tvachim, or if it's lower than, than right near the ground, that's not a big deal. You have a tree that's split. Sometimes you get struck by lightning, it splits. Bind it during Shemitah. Not so you should heal the split, meaning I guess you're not, allowed to, you're not allowed to tie it in the place where the split is, but under it, you shouldn't add, so the split shouldn't increase. You can bind it with like a wire, like a rubber band, right where, right where the split ends in the bottom. This way, it shouldn't, the crack should not grow bigger. You're not allowed to bind it on top, so the crack should actually heal. That's not allowed.